0: Welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. It's time now for our Heartland Guest Line segment, brought to you each week by our good friends at Heartland Catfish. Heartland continues to produce quality American-raised catfish, and this week we highlight one of the only reasons we go to the Oxford area. Well, I'm joking, of course. Maybe. Maybe. And that's Taylor Grocery. At Taylor Grocery, you can get the whole catfish or the catfish fillets, and right now they're offering their curbside service. So call in and place your order today at 662-236-1716. That's 662-236-1716, and get some great heartland catfish from the place that Southern Living rates as the top catfish joint in the south. That's Taylor Grocery. Kyle Peterson joins us, uh, ESPN analyst, and Kyle, I tell you what, we we like to talk about the big bad NCAA a lot, especially in the sport of college baseball, and it's kind of uh, very popular with a lot of writers and and TV analysts to talk about the NCAA, but at 10,000 feet, what they did on Monday with allowing everyone to get that extra year, it appears as if they got it right.
1: Uh, yeah. I think they absolutely got it right. I, I don't, I was surprised. I I thought best case scenario, they'd give the eligibility back to seniors, which um, would have created a, a number of issues from that, just as far as leverage with juniors. And this to me was, was the right way to do it. Um, but fully acknowledging that it's also the most expensive way to do it. And I think that's going to be, that's going to be the, I don't know, kind of the devil in the details as we move forward on this thing is uh, who can actually do it and who can pay for it. I mean, you know, if you fast forward to next year, I don't know that anybody has a great read just as far as, as what the financial situation of athletic departments and universities and everything is going to be. We're all, we're all trying to figure out what it looks like next week, but at least to give everyone the freedom to do this, if uh, if if they are so inclined, I think it's, it's it's a really good move by the NCAA as far as protecting the kids because this is the best way to protect the kids.
2: Kyle, down at Mississippi State, one of the great curse words is 11.7. The idea that you have this limitation on college baseball scholarships. Is there a chance that maybe a positive to come from all of this is some of these athletic departments get used to paying a little bit more for college baseball and maybe get some movement in terms of scholarship flexibility moving forward?
1: There's a chance. I don't, I I wouldn't, and this is without really talking to anybody about it beyond what we've all read. Um, I I don't know that I would put it as a high probability right now. Um, You know, they reacted to a situation that hopefully is a once in a lifetime event. And in doing so, I think the reaction should be seen as that as well and not necessarily anything that is going to be ongoing. We would all like more scholarships. Uh, I don't know if now is the right time to be asking for that moving forward. I think it's, it's more. Let's get through next year, and then figure out. And you know, this is not a one-year deal when it comes to to college baseball. I mean, it's going to take a few years for all of this to filter through the system, especially with the draft limitation, limitations in place for the next few years. And I would think moving forward, I'd be surprised if the draft is ever a forty-year, uh, forty-round draft again. But so you figure all those things in. We, we needed one year or two-year flexibility on this. Whether it leads to longer term, I, I don't. I'm not extremely hopeful of that right now, but who knows? We were we were surprised earlier this week, so maybe we'll get surprised again.
0: Talking with Kyle Peterson with ESPN. And, Kyle, just about the overall health of the game from a standpoint of we think about – Uh, Think about an Alabama who has nine seniors on this year's roster. A Samford who is over in Birmingham has eight. You look at TCU, a a lot of seniors coming back. What's going to have the bigger impact? Is it going to be seniors coming back or that shortened Major League Baseball draft? Because let me tell you something. Everything's about to ratchet up a notch over the next couple of years as far as the product.
1: It absolutely is. I totally agree. I mean, what will be lost this year is what's lost every year, and that's the, the absolute top end talent. Be they juniors or seniors or, or high school seniors. Regardless, They're, you know, the draft process still is going to work for that for that group. W- where it's where it's not going to work or where it's going to change uh, is among those that don't go in the first five rounds or ten rounds, whatever the draft ends up being. I don't think there's an absolute on that yet, but it should be somewhere between those those frames. And a $20,000 limit on free agents is going to massively reduce the number of free agents that sign for twenty grand. when you know you can come back and play. Uh, It's different before when you're a senior and you don't have any other opportunity. If you're a free agent, well, of course you're going to sign at that point because you can't go back to school. In this case, you can go back to school. To some extent, everybody has leverage, which has never been the case. Uh, But there's leverage with limitations on the other side, which I think has to be expected in this case. So, yeah, I think our talent level is – it's going to go up pretty significantly, uh, and ultimately, it's um, it's probably going to be in that positive for the game. But it's going to come with some pretty significant headaches. I mean, you know, the just handling rosters for college coaches over the next few years, as if it wasn't difficult before, is going to get significantly more difficult now. But uh, they should have a, for the most part, an, an overall talent level that that will go up in the meantime.
2: Kyle, one of the things that we're sometimes guilty of as baseball fans is we think about major leagues, we think about college, but sometimes forget about all those players toiling away in the minor leagues. There's been some discussion even before all this about perhaps contracting the minor league system. What do you see this doing to the the health of minor league baseball?
1: Well, I don't know that we know yet. I mean, obviously the reports are out there that that contraction was was on the table and I, I just if you read the tea leaves if you have a draft between five and ten rounds and a limited free agent signing after that at least you would think it's fairly limited based on what the number is there's not going to be, be as many guys so it, it it at least on the surface is easier to make the argument for contraction at minor league teams uh, because you don't just have the glut of players that you had in the past now, whether that is, is just kind of a, a circumstance that comes about because of a limited draft or whether there was intent behind it, I, I have no idea. But I know that it definitely makes the argument, um, it makes it a lot more understandable at this point if they're going to go do it. I, I haven't I haven't seen an update as far as where that process stands right now. I do know, at least it's seen publicly, that the owners were, were pretty bent on doing that. And the, the, the draft limitations this year would, would definitely not lead you to believe otherwise.
0: Talking with Kyle Peterson of ESPN. And Kyle, you played in the Cape Cod League. And how many times do you see or hear during a season about a guy going off to summer ball and trying to figure some things out? He may tinker with his motion as far as a pitcher, he may uh, get some kind of tip at the plate. How will losing the summer league ball hurt not only when you start looking at the economic hurt in the Cape Cod League, that area, but also just the player development side of losing summer league ball?
1: Well, I haven't seen that it's gone yet, and maybe it is. Maybe you guys have seen it and I haven't seen it to this point. So, you know, is there a way to shorten the season into four weeks? Can you start in, I don't know, the middle of July and in the middle of August? I have no idea. I don't even know if that's, you know, from a pure health standpoint, if that's going to be feasible or from a time frame standpoint, if it works for any of the leagues. But yeah, I mean, developmentally, to some extent, guys are left on their own for, for a very extended period of time. And you may be left on your loan with with very limited resources to, to actually go out and work on things. So um, I think it goes at all levels. I mean, it goes to the professional level and obviously to the college level. I mean, think of the guys that signed last year and you go to short season ball and you play whatever, 45 games. And maybe go to extended, maybe don't go to extended. The minor league guys never really got to spring training this year. If they did, it was it was very, very short. And then they're not going to have much of a season. Think of the Mangum's of the world right now. Uh, they got into a system last year, but but you know at this point, well, Jake could probably be breaking camp about right now, figuring out where whether he was going to go to high A or low A or wherever that was going to take him around the country. Um, so that development process when guys get into pro Bowl, is going to get stunted as well because you can't you can't be out in the amongst everybody's in the same boat, obviously. Um, but it's it's going to uh, it's going to push a time frame back for for a lot of the guys that are in the system.
2: Cal, you're an Omaha guy, and obviously those uh, that word Omaha means so much to college baseball. What is the absence of the idea of having a College World Series this year? What's the impact of that locally there with your community?
1: That's huge. It's huge. I mean, I saw a number the other day that just the, the overall economic impact, and it's it's not just from the College World Series, but – you got to remember, you've got college world series. Uh, the draft was supposed to be in Omaha. The Olympic swim trials were supposed to be in Omaha, with some overlap with the college world series this year. And then the the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting every year is a huge event in Omaha that brings people in from all over the world. None of those are going to take place. I mean, the overall economic impact to Omaha is somewhere in the neighborhood of three or four hundred million dollars this year. So, you know, you don't get it back in a year. The the beauty of it is, is all of those things should return oh and the other thing is the the ncaa basketball regionals were supposed to be here as well so you throw that into the mix um but you deal with what you can deal with and at this point thankfully you know it looks like we should have a college world series next year i would hope the major league baseball revisits bringing the draft back to omaha uh if not next year in the very near future it looks like the swim trial is going to be here next year and obviously the berkshire meeting will continue so uh, it's it's a kick. Everybody's having a kick right now. It depends on what it is. I mean, you know, you guys would be getting ready for a weekend series somewhere, and they'd be loading into Duty Noble here. I know I was supposed to do Ole Miss, Mississippi State at, at some point. I don't remember when that was, but, but that was on my preliminary schedule. Uh, so we're all going to feel it in, in some way. It's just, you know, hopefully we can all be smart and safe and fast forward to stability in this thing as soon as we can get there. So then we can get back to normalcy, whatever normalcy looks like, but we can get back to normalcy as quickly as possible.
2: Kyle, one more question for you just kind of about the state of college baseball. You know, growing up in Mississippi, we sometimes think of baseball being a province of the southeast and the west coast. We think about Stanford and we think about LSU, Mississippi State, and things like that. Michigan obviously has had some success lately, seeing more teams outside those regions. How important is it for the game that – Programs like Michigan continue to develop the way they have.
1: Huge. I mean, Michigan, Nebraska, Wichita State. Remember years ago, Wichita State was in that conversation oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and to me, the the game is at its best when you have a few things. You've got some blue bloods that are always going to be blue bloods. It's LSU, Mississippi State, Texas. Uh, it would be great if USC could return to that equation because they haven't they haven't been on that stage in a long time. Um, And there's others. I mean, I'm not intentionally leaving anybody out, but a blue blood component of it is massively important because of the fan base that comes with it and the history that comes with it. But the real growth, if you look at it across the country, is going to be the Michigans, is going to be the Nebraskas, is going to be the, you know, Stony Brook, Coastal Carolina type stories that hopefully build a program and not necessarily build a year. Um, It's Duke, it's Virginia, it's Rice, it's places that It's Vanderbilt I mean, 15 years ago, nobody looked at Vanderbilt as a baseball school. I can promise you that. We were talking to Corpse in the offseason just about the job and the opportunity when he got there, and he started laughing. He said, hey, it was me and the janitor that signed up for for the, the job application. That was it. Like there, It wasn't like anybody was running to get the Vanderbilt job at that point. Well, they'd be running to get it now. I can promise you that. So it's it's not necessarily the only the Michigans. I mean, a lot of times it's those in – in major conferences that haven't made the jump. I think Duke is is the next one that they can absolutely do that when you look at what they've done recently. And as that grows, then it just lifts the entire product up across the country. So it's better for all of us.
0: Kyle, we appreciate it. Good stuff as always.
1: All right, Gentile. Hope we're talking baseball again soon.
0: And that's it for another week of Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau. Go to favrates.com and get your insurance quote today. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Well, for Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Thanks for listening to Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau.